Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. It is getting harder now. It's getting harder to reach the audience who has said they want to hear from us. On our Facebook pages, that's where I first saw this happening. This was a number of years back. I grew a Facebook page to about 130,000 likes. These were people who have said, yes, I want to hear more from Pat here on Facebook. All right. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'll put a status update up there and only a couple thousand people see it. Now, don't get me wrong. A couple thousand people is great to reach, but it took getting 130,000 likes in order for that to happen. I've even seen it on bigger brands. This isn't just me, but for example, Marvel's Facebook page, I once saw with millions and like tens of millions of likes, a post that they put up that was only seen by about 5,000 people. It's getting harder and that's where it all started. We're starting to see these algorithms get in the way of the audience who has voted and said, yes, I wanna hear more. On YouTube, for example, I have about 200,000 subscribers and I'll put out a video and depending on how it goes and depending on the algorithm and depending on how YouTube feels that day, I may only see a few hundred views. Now, sometimes, uh, well, the nice thing about YouTube is sometimes things get get you know blast off and videos that were old will, for whatever reason, the algorithm says, okay, we're gonna vote this one up today and then it'll get hundreds of thousands of views. So that's the cool thing about YouTube. But with Facebook and with Instagram and with Twitter and LinkedIn, these algorithms for content that is only shared once and content that is not everlasting, they never get seen at all. Which is why on platforms like Twitter, it's important to you know repeat what you say a few times, do it in different kinds of ways. But on Facebook and Instagram, doing that, you know, people are gonna unsubscribe, they're, they're gonna unlike you, they're going to unfollow. It's getting harder and I, I have the secret. I have the next big thing, the thing that's actually going to work. So stay tuned, we're gonna talk about that. But first, here's the intro. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he'd love to go fishing on the Nile River one day, but I think he's in denial, Pat Flynn. 
What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to session 385 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people too. But you know, it's hard to help people when people who have said they wanted help from you aren't able to see your stuff. And we have seen it in the YouTube community, in the social media community. Things are changing. Even Google, Michael Stelzner, the founder of Social Media Examiner, founder of the Social Media Marketing World uh, Conference that happens here in San Diego, uh, and a dear friend of mine, he's in a mastermind group with me. He wrote this sort of op-ed, this opinion piece for Social Media Examiner. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's about how Google is now getting in the way of having people who want our information or who could likely at least benefit from that information find it. If you do basic Google searches for a lot of things, you're gonna find that you know no longer are you actually seeing the top 10 results there anymore first. Yes, there are 10 results on that first page before you have to click to the next one, but guess what you're seeing? Google. You're seeing snippets that Google chooses to place there. You're seeing not just ads, but you're seeing definitions. You're seeing you know FAQs and, and all these other things. You're seeing YouTube pop up on Google searches as well, above sometimes the number one spot. So everybody is starting to see lower click-through rates now, which is changing the game of SEO. It's changing the game of how our websites get found. It's really changing things. And where you're starting to see social media move is into communities, and you're starting to see companies like Mighty Networks come out, which is really interesting. We're gonna have the founder of that company who is helping to create communities similar to like having your own Facebook, but it's outside of Facebook. It's your own thing that you get to control, you get to own. The founder is gonna come on in the future in this year, hopefully. We're still working out a schedule situation, but we're gonna have her come on the show and talk about it, and we're gonna dig in to that. So make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. But today, I, like I said earlier, I have the secret. The way to start getting people to pay attention to what you have to offer, the way to start serving your audience even better, especially for those who have voted with their actions to subscribe. And what am I talking about? Well, I wanna read a tweet from you from DHH. DHH is short for David Heidemeyer Hansen. He's Danish. He's a programmer, but he's the creator of Ruby on Rails. He's also a partner and, and co-founder of Basecamp, a popular project management tool. And the crazy thing about this is, is here's his tweet. He said, email is the next big thing. And I, I, actually, I realized that the title of this podcast episode probably gave this away to you. You know, Hopefully that was a, enough of a hook to get you here. But anyway, this is what David said. He said, email is the next big thing. We're finally realizing just how precious these open standards were all along. Your way around Facebook and all the other walled garden parasites goes through email. Email, the thing that every year we hear people say, email's dead. You know, Facebook is gonna replace email. LinkedIn is gonna replace email. You know, all that stuff. Here is a trusted business owner, a person who I truly admire and, and, and feel as sort of a virtual mentor in the way he runs his business. He's written some good books. Rework is an old school one that I really enjoy. I trust his advisorship. And I'm so happy to hear about this because email is something that I was always big on. And it's something that I think that you've heard me talk about many times before. I've had many YouTube videos about email. Email's coming back, baby. And I'm so excited about this. I, you know, hopefully you can hear I have a little bit of a different tone in this podcast episode versus some of my interviews. This is here 
yes, I'm going to teach a little bit when it comes to email, but but really this is a, a realization. This is going to be a shorter episode and something that's going to get you hopefully fired up to get involved in your email again. And what's really cool is there have been people and companies who all along the way have been touting email and have been all in on email. I've definitely been somebody who's been a proponent of email, but not necessarily 100% all in because I have been dedicating time to these other platforms that are now getting in the way of the audience that I've built there. And I'm not saying that you need to escape or leave or flee from those places, but I'm just saying that no matter where you're at, you're going to have to have a place that is your own walled garden, your own thing that you can control, these places where things that you can control actually happen. And yes, of course, with email, there are things like open rates. There are things like click-through rates, which will show you, hey, not everybody's opening your emails, but that's different. That's not that's not Facebook kind of going, er, sorry guys, uh, even though you voted to go and, and hear from this person, I'm not gonna actually let you do that because this person hasn't paid to do that yet. Or on YouTube, er, sorry, the watch time on this video, even though you're a big fan of his, we're not gonna show you that video because uh, the algorithms are saying that there's lower watch time and what we wanna do is have more people spend more time on YouTube watching videos that actually people are gonna watch and therefore we're gonna make more money for our investors and our advertising is gonna be seen more. That's the reason these things are happening, but with email, you get to control. And so, yes, open rates, you're not gonna have as many people open your email as you send to, but whose fault is that? You need to step up and write better subject lines. You need to step up and create emails that are actually worth opening. And I think we've been taking advantage of this thing called email. And of course, we're on the receiving end of it, which so we all feel it too, of just, you know, spam, impersonal conversation, promotions, lifelessness. We need to start adding more life into email. We need to start through our actions, through our words, through our emails, training our audience to know that these A, emails are coming, but B, that it would be a mistake to not open them. And I'm so thankful that companies like ConvertKit, uh, an email service provider that I use, that I recommend, I'm a big fan, I'll, I'll link to a updated demo and tutorial in case you wanna get involved with that. But I'm not here to promote ConvertKit, but I am an advisor, I'm an, I am an affiliate. But these companies are stepping up because they are realizing that this is the way to grow a community. This is the way to converse with your community, to have conversations with them, to deliver value to them and keep under control the connections that you have with them. And the reason I bring up ConvertKit is because they know that email is important. They've always known that. And they're adding tools and resources to help us better do that, which is really amazing. Another tool that I've uh, loved recently is called Right message. We've had the founder Brennan Dunn on the show before. I'll link to these tools, and, and and I'm also an affiliate for Right Message. Personalization on your website based on what email segment a person is in, and asking questions and even surveying people before they get on email so that they get in the right place in your email. I mean, these tools are here to serve us, and there is just much more opportunity. I feel if we start focusing on email, but of course, beyond the tools, just the emails itself. What are we gonna send people? How are we gonna make them feel special? How are we, are we gonna make them feel like we're actually caring and, and, and wanna have a personal relationship with them? And, and there are ways and strategies to do that. And, and we're gonna talk about that in several episodes. And, and I'm also involved in an upcoming course about that, which is gonna be really fun and exciting. And there's gonna be stuff for people for free. There's gonna be some premium stuff for people who wanna go a little bit deeper into the more advanced stuff. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And this is why this is on the top of my mind right now, because this is what's needed. This is where I think the future of, connection with your audience is going beyond the community. So yes, building a community, growing a following, perfect, 
but how are you gonna stay connected with them? Email to me is an insurance policy. I remember in 2013, I had gotten my website hacked and I was unable to access anything. I was unable to log in. Of course, people were seeing errors when, when they got there. However, I was still able to connect and keep in contact with my audience through email. I was also able to do it through other channels as well, but those channels no longer allow me to reach everybody anymore, but email always has. Again, it's our responsibility to, within these emails, make sure we're delivering value, which means we have to understand who is on our list, what they need help with, and and this is where that segmentation stuff really comes into play. But if you wanna get a quick guide for some email marketing and what you could send your audience, I'd recommend checking out my free guide and opt-in, it's called Email the Smart Way. If you go to emailthesmartway.com, you're gonna find a resource with 10 different sort of templates, if you will, that you can use when you have your email list. Even if it's just one person on your email list, now you know what to send to them. You know, a lot of people talk about growing your list and that kind of thing, but like, how do you nurture that list? How do you utilize this list that you've built? You're paying money monthly to house this list well, let's make sure people are having a good time in this house, but also that you're benefiting from it as well. So email thesmartway.com, check that out. It's just a free gift for you for listening to this episode. Uh, it's been out for a while, it's helped a lot of people, but I haven't really talked about it much because to me, back then, email was just another thing to do. Right now, it is the thing to do. There was actually a Wall Street Journal article that came out titled, The Hot New Channel for Reaching Real People, colon, email. Frustrated by social media, businesses, and others looking for an audience, turn to an old standby. It is old. It's been around for a long time. Remember Gary V talking a lot about his email list back in the day and how he was one of the first to be somebody using the email marketing platform for marketing with his wine company, and he was getting like 100% open rates. I mean, we're not going to get 100% open rates, but we can, I think, come darn close, especially when you consider why are people subscribing to your list? what you can offer them, and that's what we need to focus on, guys. That's that's why I'm here, not shouting, but having a little bit more aggressive of a tone today. Like, do you see the movements that are happening right now with how we are able to reach people and how we are able to communicate? People who have voted to say, yes, I wanna hear from you, are not hearing from us. Why? Because these other companies and platforms, aka other sandboxes that we're playing in are changing the rules, they're changing the algorithms. And yes, they're there to serve search, they're there to serve their investors, and they do, things are getting better, but for us content creators who are looking to communicate with the people who have voted and said, yes, I wanna hear from you. I mean, I, uh, a good friend of mine, Roberto Blake, he's been on the show before, he has this channel with over 400,000 subscribers. He came out with this, oh gosh, I can't, he comes out with a lot of great stuff, but he came out with this video the other day about passive income and it was so real, so raw, and I was like, yes, thank you, Roberto. Hopefully everybody on his channel sees this. And you know how many people saw it within about a week? Like 8,000? He has 400,000 people who I know can benefit from that message, yet only 8,000 people see it. Times are different, things are changing. But one thing that has always been there that I think we need to focus more on is email. So guess what, everybody, email's back. It's the next big thing again. And it's not dying. I think it's gonna come back to life in many different ways. And I'm excited for the software. I'm excited for the resources. I'm excited for just focus on communication via this channel. And the big thing is how do you stand out? People are receiving hundreds of emails a day. How can we ensure that a person will, number one, see our email? And no, it's not just about adding emojis in your email, which I've done and I've tested and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's about 
making sure people who are on the other end know these emails are coming. It's about letting them know what's coming next so that the next time that email comes, the next email that comes in the funnel, I'm not saying this this all needs to be you know broadcast only now. No, you can use autoresponders to automatically send emails out after a person has subscribed, after you know about them. Those are things that we should absolutely be doing. But what I'm saying is we need to know why a person needs to open it. If you can tease in one email what the next email is gonna be about, then it's gonna be more likely to be seen. It's gonna be looked forward to. You know, I know a lot of you, I've, I've been late years ago. My content wasn't as strong in terms of its rhythm, meaning I, I wasn't always publishing my podcast on Wednesdays because I was late. And that's because, number one, I didn't have a good content calendar. I wasn't planning ahead enough. And I finally uh, got smart and, and, and realizing that it's important on a podcast to stay consistent. We've been consistent for the last three and a half years and, and largely due in part to Jana who is my editorial content manager and, and director who's been on to really help me understand how to plan better with content. And with the podcast now, it's consistent. But I remember back when I wasn't consistent, I was kind of consistent, but I remember Thursdays would come around a day late and people would email me frustrated because that email that they expected, or excuse me, that podcast that they expected wasn't there like they thought it would be. Why can't we have the same effect with email that people would love our emails so much and want to open them like like it's Christmas. How could we do that? I don't think that we even think as email as an opportunity to do that, but I think that needs to change. And hopefully you're with me and you realize this and 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 hopefully this is just a good wake up call. I'm not expecting you to, you know, share this. I'm not expect I'm just, I just want you to wake up to email. And likely you already have an email list and you're not utilizing it or maybe you haven't even started an email list yet. But you have Instagram followers, you have Twitter followers, or maybe you have nothing. You're starting from zero. Where do you start? Well, it's not about picking a social media channel to, to, to build your base on anymore. I think it's still important to be there, but you need to build your base, your home base with email. I would even say that before a website. You can build an email list before you build a website. But if you can get people to subscribe to you because they know you have a certain kind of information or, or expertise or education, inspiration, influence that they want, well, then they're going to, right from day one, look forward to every other email. They're going to know that they're in the right place. They're gonna know that you are their go-to person. And hopefully over time, they'll become super fans and you'll have through those many touch points that we could offer through email, make a difference. And, and I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this. I, I am really happy about this. I am really happy, you know, as frustrated as I am about these social media channels getting in front of our audience who has, yes, said they wanted our stuff but aren't able to anymore unless we pay. Especially on Facebook, you gotta pay to play. Like that boost post button is, man, when I saw that come out, I was like, oh man, things are changing. And that came out a while back. I don't know what the year was, but when I saw that, I was like, you're telling me that I have to pay now to get my audience who said they wanted to hear from me to hear from me now? Wow, Facebook, thank you. And yes, we are playing on free land. We are in somebody else's sandbox and this is what happens. But with email, which if you're doing it right and you're investing a small amount of money to grow your list on a platform, perhaps ConvertKit, which is my recommendation, to build that group of people who can expect to hear from you and, and expect gold when they open those emails, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be your insurance policy and it's gonna be how you grow your business. And if you make it easy for them to subscribe and you give them reason to do it and you give them reasons to open your emails in the future, well, you're golden, you're set. That combined with building super fans who even if your email account were to die, they're gonna find you. Well, you're set for life and you're future-proofing your business. 
I'm excited for this new movement and I'm hoping that you are too. I think we've all realized that now, wow, we, we've always had that opportunity to treat email that way. But it was because we were we were just drooling at how easy it was to, uh, you know, send a Facebook message and then, you know, 50,000 people would see it. But not anymore. No longer. No longer do those social media messages get shared like they do. Right now, what's working on social is groups. Groups on Facebook, Facebook groups. And I have a Facebook group if you want to check it out, smartpassiveincome.com slash community. I'd love to welcome you in there. We have about 40,000 entrepreneurs. And it's admin Brandon Hufford who uh, has been on the show before. He's amazing. He's an amazing admin there and he's a big community manager. And I love what he's doing there to help mobilize that community, keep them engaged and keep them excited and also control the spam. There's a lot of other moderators and spam uh, checkers and, and, and moderators as well. So I appreciate all of you, too many to name. But... Groups are where it's at. However, since you're playing on free land again, guess what? You're likely going to start to see ads in groups. You start going to see things being throttled in there, and it's already starting to happen. It's crazy, right? Things are changing, but what's not ever going to change is the fact that people will want to hear from you, and you need to control that experience, and that's what it's about. So, hey, guys, new big thing is here. Welcome to email. If you want to check out more episodes, make sure you subscribe. Check out the archive. We have a lot of great things going on, a lot of strategical, or strategical? Yeah, yeah, that's a word. Uh, <laughs> strategical strategies. Um, a, a lot of content uh, to help you. I would recommend, if you're hearing this for the first time, for whatever reason, just number one, thank you. Number two, subscribe. And number three, don't go back to episode one and listen to all of them. Go into the archive. Find the titles that resonate with you, that you're curious about, that hopefully relate to your next thing, whatever your next thing is. And, and listen to those episodes and then take action, please. The action I would want you to take here, which will also put you on my email list, very authentically telling you that, is emailthesmartway.com. If you wanna know what emails to send people once they're on your list, go to emailthesmartway.com. I've also recommended a couple tools here, ConvertKit, if you wanna subscribe for a free trial to get access to my favorite and biggest top recommended tool that I could offer you to help you grow your email you can go to smartpassiveincome.com slash convertkit. One more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash convertkit. Uh, I'm an affiliate and an advisor for the company. I believe in what they're doing so much and I believe you should get involved with that. If you have an email list of, I believe, over 5,000 already and you wanna migrate to them, they have a service to help you do that for free, including how those emails are connected and, and those funnels and things. And then finally, write message uh, from Brennan Dunn. If you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash write message. You can get involved with that and see how you can start personalizing your web content based on what emails and what survey results you've gotten from them. Uh, if you go to smartpassiveincome.com, you can see that in action on the bottom right-hand corner. If you haven't answered those survey questions already, that's helping me learn more about you so that I can help you better and send you better emails. And that's what write message can do. So a lot of links, things mentioned here. Go to the show notes page to get access to all that. Smartpassiveincome.com slash session 385. Smartpassiveincome.com slash session 385. And one more time, email the smartway.com. Thank you so much for listening and I appreciate you. Thanks for hearing my, I don't know if this you can call this a rant today, but I think it's something that we can all get excited about. Email people, it's back and it's here to stay. Use it wisely. Thanks so much, take care and I'll see you in the next episode of Smart Passive Income and Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.
So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it. 